This is the Open to Alchemy podcast, and I'm your host, Lauren Ivey. I'm so excited to have you here joining these conscious conversations about the transformation that's possible for all of us. My approach to spirituality has always been part woo and part work. So in this podcast, we talk about all the incredible spiritual modalities and add in a bunch of practical things that really make it fit into our lives. I can't wait for you to join me. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Open to Alchemy podcast. I am Lauren, and this is my first solo episode. I had been thinking about it for a while and getting little pings about doing a solo episode, so I decided to give it a try. It's so funny that even though I do this all the time, live and with other people when it comes to doing it by myself, I'm definitely feeling a case of nerves, the butterflies. So we'll see how this all turns out, but I can feel you on the other side of this cheering me on. And so I'm sure it's going to go exactly as it's intended to go. So for this episode, I thought that it would be really fun to go into the May energy that I pulled. And what I mean by that is at the beginning of the year, I did a Oracle card pull for each of the months. And if you want to know more about tarot cards and Oracle cards, you can listen to episode two with the incredible Nikki Renfro. She really does an amazing 101 primer on tarot and oracle cards and how to pull them and different spreads and all kinds of things. And so I was guided at the beginning of the year because of a post that I had seen where she pulled cards for each of the months and then did an overall yearly card. Again, we talk about this in the episode. So I had done that and I pulled from my spirit animal oracle deck from Colette Baron Reed, and I will make sure to link that and post a picture of it. But the card that I pulled for the month of May, and this is as it relates to content and the energy that's coming through that I believe to be wisdom for myself and guidance, wisdom to share with others is the peacock, which I can also show you photos of and link below. So the peacock spirit is, as you would imagine, let it shine. And the card is, first of all, so beautiful, so bright, blues and greens. And the peacock is wearing a crown on his head, which is incredible. And also has this gorgeous illuminating light coming from his heart center, which of course, as you think about it in terms of the peacock and the messages of letting it shine is just really really beautiful. And so I wanted to just share with you some of the things that I connected with when I see the peacock. And to me, it really is about expressing yourself, about shining your light, of course, in the full peacock sense of strutting your stuff. And to me, it's really about where we all can stop hiding, where we can stop playing small, I think that that is definitely a common theme for myself and for a lot of 
clients, friends, future and current soulpreneurs that there's an element of really being afraid to show our truest colors, being afraid to say to others, this is who I am. And so what happens when you when you don't do that, of course, is you start to really believe that maybe you don't have something to share. Maybe there is a lack of uniqueness or you don't have special qualities. You don't have things that are valuable or worthy. And of course, it is the complete opposite that is true. We, we all have so much to offer and so much to give. And I wish nothing more than for each and every one of you to recognize that, to be able to step into who you are in the most authentic, incredible place to know that it's okay if you're completely different from somebody else, if nobody else is doing what you're doing. It's also okay if you feel exactly like a lot of other people. There is no right or wrong when it comes to being who you are. It's only tapping into what is authentically true for you and trusting yourself that if you are getting these messages, if you are getting these ideas, these pings, then they're, they're written on your heart for a reason right? I just firmly believe that these desires that come in, and it doesn't mean that you have to follow everything. It doesn't mean that every idea or, or guidance that drops in is like a business idea or, okay, I'm going to change my whole life because I got this one message. But, but when you look at them over time, and I'm, as you know, a huge fan of journaling finally after i don't know 20 plus years of trying to have a journaling practice it finally is sticking for right now i say for right now because you know me as a as a manifesting generator anything and everything is possible and subject to change but i really love this practice of what i call channel writing which i learned from one of my mentors brie melanson who I will also tag in the show notes. But this process of just connecting and tapping into whether guidance directly comes through, or I have this incredible book called Hands of Light, which also really got me started on this channel writing process because she recommends just sitting in silence for a few moments and waiting for a question to sort of bubble up from your body, to drop in from spirit, wherever it comes from, and then letting that question be what guides you. So there's a few different choices you can do with the intention. You can, you can ground down and just ask for guidance from whomever you connect with, God, source, spirit guides, light beings, and really tap into that energy. You can also just sit as Barbara Brennan recommends from Hands Up Light and just let that question sort of arise in you and use that as a place for writing. Both of those processes are amazing. And what they really do is just connect you more to your truth. 
They allow you to tap into your own wisdom, your own guidance without the noise from other people. And, you know, I'm a content creator. So many people listening are, and I think it's a phenomenal thing that we do. I love it. It truly is a a gift for me to be able to create, to be able to share. And I know so many people feel the same. And also we have to be curious, I think, about how much we are consuming in the same way you think about what you're eating and what you're drinking and trying to be mindful of the things you're putting in your body. All of the things that you're consuming in social media, on podcasting, TV, radio, everything are also different ways of consumption. I think that there's so much incredible information out there. We are so lucky to be alive in a time where basically anything you ever could want to know is really accessible at your fingertips. We love to tell our kids when they want to know something. We try to go back to our uh, upbringing in the 80s and 90s and explain to them that really wasn't that easy to find out information back then, which of course always reminds them of how old we are in their eyes because, you know, we didn't have easy access to the internet and to listening to things and, and tapping into all these incredible information sources. But all of this information that is available can also be overwhelming and can also play a role, in my opinion, in clouding what you believe to be true when you have so much information coming at you in so many different ways. So I just offer that as an opportunity for you to recognize, to to place awareness in how much you're consuming and how much you're creating and, and hopefully having some sort of a balance in those two areas. And also the most important thing for me is finding that silence because it's in the silent moments. It's in the quiet, it's in the solitude where I truly believe spirit comes in. That's where the little downloads happen. That's where the pings happen. That's where the guidance drops in. And it's not to say that they can't happen in the midst of anything. I was listening to an audio book yesterday And it was about auras and light language. And all of a sudden, I just got the most incredible download about light language and some shapes that I've been seeing in my readings. So more on that to come. But getting back to the peacock and all the messages of the peacock are here to teach. Showing your true colors, tapping into that authentic voice that those gifts that we all have, you know how much I love human design for that message. I think it's an incredible modality for teaching self-awareness, for teaching alignment and self-compassion and really understanding who you are, who you're designed to be. But there's so many other incredible modalities that I also love. Astrology is an incredible modality when it comes to archetypes and and knowing more about who you are. The Enneagram, I have a future guest coming to chat about the Enneagram and talking about that as another 
self-awareness tool, whatever it is that you connect with, it's just this idea of knowing more about yourself, loving yourself, seeing yourself in the brightest way. One of the things I love about this soul work that I do, one of the things that, that makes it just so in line, so part of my soul mission is that I get to shine a light for other people when they can't see it in themselves, what I can so clearly see their, their love, their heart, their spirit, their just beautiful abilities, their unique nature, and to be able to help them see it in a better way is really one of the greatest gifts of my life. So I know that that is in complete alignment for me. But the other thing that I think the Peacock shows and, and something that maybe will really resonate with you is that when you step into who you're meant to be, when you allow yourself to shine, when you show your true colors, you also are really being a gift to others. You are being in service of others because you're being an example. You are being a way shower. When you can embody individuality and uniqueness and authenticity, you have no idea the incredible ripple effect that you have. That even if you don't get a like on social or you don't get the direct compliment or the direct feedback, you really don't know how large of a ripple your work has. And by embodying that, you serve as a beautiful example to other people. People are watching, people will see you, and you might have this incredible gift of sparking that light in other people. And how beautiful would it be if we all were just walking around being our truest selves and inspiring each other and magnifying each other's gifts and reflecting back to each other how incredible we are and lifting each other up instead of feeling afraid, instead of feeling shame, instead of feeling embarrassed. And I'm speaking to these feelings directly from how I have lived the majority of my life, not wanting to be seen, not wanting to make a show of myself. I mean, I don't know what the opposite of a peacock is in terms of an animal, probably somebody that's like in a hole, like a groundhog or a badger or something like that. That's how I feel like I've lived because I didn't want the spotlight. I didn't want the attention. What if people judged me? What if people talked about me when you're growing up or maybe it was just my specific conditioning that was something I definitely tried to avoid and complete transparency and complete honesty with you. It's really not been until the past few years that I have allowed my truth to come through. First of all, it's definitely practice and it's a continual work in progress to connect with that truth. Like I spoke about earlier and it's continually evolving. It's continually unveiling itself to me and to be able to look at myself without shame, without judgment, with nothing but 
love and compassion, when you can do that, so many things about our day-to-day lives just feels better. To be able to say that I literally give almost zero Fs about what other people think is one of the biggest changes in my life, one of the biggest transformations. I believe that that was the start of this journey and open to alchemy and stepping into this transformation that I believe is available to everybody to break free from that conditioning. What I'm talking about are these internal self-imposed blocks that we that we put in front of us saying I can't do that that's not for me I'm not good enough I'm not smart enough I'm too old what would other people think it's this ad nauseum list of limiting beliefs that we have taken on I've been getting into more belief work lately I know that they come from a real place I know that they come from an experience most likely in our childhood. And then we look for examples, experiences that sort of reinforce them, that reiterate them. And we eventually over time take them as fact, but they're not facts. They are beliefs and we have the power to change our beliefs. We have the power to overcome, to break through this resistance. I think that there's lessons that we each are here to learn. And for me, one of them most certainly is about stepping in to my truth, to activating my own peacock energy, to letting myself shine, and to really not placing any value in what the external attention is. So as much as I would love for this to be a podcast with a million downloads, as much as I would love to grow my social following, as much as I would love to have a seven-figure business, I know that those external measures do not really come close to my own internal measure of happiness and joy and peace and freedom, and all of these goal feelings that I'm striving for, I can't let the outside things create those feelings. They can add to them. They can certainly be a lovely boost. They can manifest and really help me along with my mission of impact and being able to share and serve and help. So I definitely want all of those things but I can no longer look to those things as a measure of my worth, as a measure of my value, because I can shine my light. I can show my colors and nobody will see them, but that doesn't mean that I'm not enjoying the process. That doesn't mean that I'm not doing it for me and that the relationship that I have with myself and my spiritual connection is is so incredible and that's the person that matters and i know that might sound strange or that might sound selfish but that's the truth the relationship that you have with yourself is the longest relationship you'll ever have 
It is the most important relationship. It is the most intimate. And this track, this script that we keep repeating on loop in our head about why we're not enough, why we should be fearful, why we should be ashamed is, is just so heartbreaking. And again, I'm speaking from 100% experience in this and someone that is still working through it because those, those beliefs run really deep. But the truth is for me that when I'm able to step into my light, those other outside voices get so much quieter. I almost can't hear them unless I allow myself to connect into them. But if I stand in my truth and I stand in my power and say, this is what feels good to me, nothing external can touch me. And that to me is the ultimate peace, is the ultimate freedom. I'm wishing that for all of you to break free of that, to find your truth, to be able to reconnect with your dreams, the highest vision that you have for yourself. So I wish for you a May filled with so much light, so much love. I'm right here with you, encouraging you to let it all shine. Let all of your beauty, your brilliance, just just step into that and share your wins, share your truths, your feelings, your ideas. We all will be so much better served if we can step into that and let our truth be seen. So I wish you a wonderful May and I will be back next week with another incredible interview. Thank you so much for listening and supporting. I would love for you to subscribe, rate, review this podcast. If you want more information on all of the different offerings I have, you can check out opentoalchemy.com or follow me on social open.to.alchemy. And I look forward to connecting with you. Thank you all so much for listening to the Open to Alchemy podcast. You can find more about me on all the social places, Instagram, Facebook, Clubhouse, at open.to.alchemy. That's open, the word T-O, alchemy, or at my website, opentoalchemy.com. See you next time.